This is Alicia. And this is Rafa. And this is What Does It Feel Like to Be Other? So coming up with the idea for Other, I was watching another podcast and Mayim Bayak was speaking to Cheyenne Jackson and he was talking about when he found out he was other, he just decided one day, like, I'm, this isn't me. This isn't me. I'm going to go with this. So I thought, oh, that's a perfect episode. Cause I can relate to that. Mm-hmm. I have always felt kind of other, like just for me, what it is, is I'm uniquely distinct. I don't fit into one box. For sure. I, I totally get that. I, you know, I always reference like, do you remember that? video from that artist called Blind Melon called No Rain. And it was about the little, it had a little girl dressed as a, as a bumblebee and she was freckled and pigtails and the big glasses and she was tap dancing and the kids laughed at her. I I think that was a profound video at that time, because I think we all related to that because we all felt like we were an other, like we were different, unique, you know, and that's the thing. I think when we're kids growing up, where, um, you know, kids can be mean. Uh, they like to point out your differences as if it's a deficiency. And it, it takes half a lifetime to realize, to get rid of that, that negativity and realize that that difference is your uniqueness. And that's what's that, right. You know, is what makes you special. So for me too, when I was younger growing up, when I kind of realized that I had that uniqueness, different, <laughs> different specialness about me was <laughs> I kind of was always like, you're not going to stop me from liking what I like. That would always, that drove me crazy. Those rules that were pushed upon you, like, you know, from other kids, like you can't be like that. You can't like that. And I loved what growing up I loved Mickey Mouse and anything Disney so I was really into the Mickey Mouse Club and in the 70s version Mickey Mouse Club and I remember I used to get make, made fun of for that and I was like what this is like the greatest show what are you talking about you know and that was my first taste of because I guess I probably talked about it all the time because that's how much I loved it and wanted to be a mouseketeer but um so I used to get called mouse ears at school and that kind of bothered me because I was like this is really great like why don't you like it too you know right right um, for me, I, I think it's kind of parallel. We have a parallel universe here. For me, it was about really um, using my imagination. Like, like I felt like my imagination can launch ships. Um, any opportunity, you know, because we didn't have like video games and, um, you know, we didn't have, you know, uh, force-fed social media and marketing and and internet and anything like that. I mean, we grew up, you and I, we grew up with like a telephone being actually connected to the wall. <laughs> you wanted to talk to someone. But right. other than other than Saturday morning cartoons, you know, the outside world was our playground, literally and figuratively. And and we would do anything. Like, did you ever like build a haunted house? And like oh to do scares and stuff like that. Oh yeah. And that's the same when you say imagination, my imagination too is off the charts as a kid. Same. Like I remember, like I remember like playing in a bathtub that was outside that we were like refurbishing our our house and we had an old lion's claw tub that was sitting outside for a while. Well, that was our boat. And I remember we were like, oh my God, Orca is coming to get us. Like, you know, (laughs) the stuff that we did, you know, so 
that's yeah. you know that was part of my my jam was using my imagination to have fun. You know? I love how you bring up Orca. It all, relates, <laughs> it all relates back to the television or movies that we were reviewing. It does. It does. It, Joss, it, it Joss is going to come out of the drain of the pool. Do you remember absolutely, that? Absolutely. Absolutely. For sure. Yes. And Xanadu, you had to have roller skates. I mean, right. you know, right. it fueled your imagination, but you run with it, right? Yes. Like I remember, God, I remember when I had the Disney's Haunted Mansion record um, that that came with a little book and you would listen to the whole walkthrough of the haunted mansion, like a story, the narrator, but on the B side, on the opposite side was all sound effects that I felt like I could like have, I can start my own haunted mansion. So I would walk kids through my basement (laughs) and play that record flashlights, make my, my younger cousins like put on a bed sheet to scare her. So when did you feel like that you were that other, like when did that creativity or that uniqueness about you that you decided I don't fit into this box. I got to kind of break away from this box a little bit or this. I I think, you know, it's kind of, it was the moment that kids started pointing out my differences as something bad. Yeah. You know, I think when kids start making fun of you, um, that's when you realize that you're different. But then what happens is, is that you kind of become a little bit of an introvert and then just kind of live in your own world and your own bubble and just let it flourish. And I, I think I took a lot to reading more Yeah, and becoming a little bit more in tuned with how much more the world has to offer out there. I was kind of that kid that I was, I was, you know, someone would point it out, but I would, be, I would think in my head, like, no, you're wrong. I don't care what you think. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm glad was, you did that. That's so yeah. cool. I had you as a friend back then. No, I became a recluse. I kind of kept it to myself. And then I really opened up when I felt safe around other kids. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's when I was opened up and we're like, oh my God, let's, let's pretend we have our own gymnastics event when the 1984 Olympics came out on Mayor Lou Retton. <laughs> <laughs> And we're like, let's do our own. I think we called it the Rivera Olympics. I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, I wish I knew you when we would have been best friends as kids because I was the exact same way. Like I was always, oh, the gong show. Okay, we're <laughs> making our own gong show at the house, you know, and we would just improvise. Yes, we did yes. Xanadu. We did Greece, like all of that, you know, yes. oh, Annie, you know, we're going to do our own production of Annie or whatever. Absolutely. We totally would. I remember, um, I, I don't know if you grew up with the Little Rascals on the weekend. You watched mm-hmm. the Little Rascals, but I remember when the real Little Rascals would do their follies. And I think it was like in a basement and they would have like bed sheets and, you know, they would do these little vaudeville shows. I literally took old bed bedspreads and made my own stage in my basement. Yeah. And I put, I didn't perform to anybody except maybe like two other kids. We all took oh, yeah. doing our, our acts, but we did it. And that was, that was fun. That I mean, was I have fun. such good memories about being different and I'm yeah. so glad that I didn't let things, you know, and I think most kids are able to express themselves and their uniqueness Oh, you know, sure. it's like, I'm, I don't know what age it is. You start getting to the point where it's like, oh, you can't be like this. You can't do this. You can't show right. that. But right. I kind of was always like, I'm going to march to my own, my own beat. I was that type of kid. I was like, you're not going to hold me back, you know? And I was too, like, kind of always like the defender yeah. of those that didn't get to march to their own beat. I was like, no, you do what you got to do. Like, who cares what they think? 
<laughs> yeah, I'm pretty lucky that, you know, um, it was hard. It was hard growing up and under and, and trying to figure out what being gay was when there wasn't any positive role models at that time. And it, I was very lucky the handful of kids that I did know that didn't judge me for for being too feminine or having um, large eyelashes and eyes, you know, that didn't matter. It was all about just enjoying each other's company and running with our imaginations. And that was, that was a little piece of heaven. And I know they're out there still. So I just want to, from the bottom of my heart, I thank them. I I kind of reconnected with one of my friends uh, in West Palm beach. And um, it's so weird to see her, you know, being a mom with teenagers. And I remember I, I we, we hopped in the BMW with the top down and drove around West Palm Beach. And that first thing I told him, I says, your mom was one of the coolest kids in the universe because she allowed me to be myself, you know, without oh, that makes I wanted I wanted them to know that, that how and, cool my mom was. And that's the key of friendship is allowing someone to be their true self is to mm-hmm. be your authentic self. Absolutely. For me too. I, you know, I say that I was, you know, but I did hold back a lot of who I was because I remember when I started working at Walt Disney World in the entertainment department, I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm free. I found my people. I found my people. It's, like I, I like to use a reference like Isle of Misfit Toys, right? Like where yeah. the, the, where the train, the, the, the choo-choo train with the square wheels and the spotted elephant. <laughs> 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 no, I was just like, I can, I found my people and I'm so happy that I have these people in my life Absolutely. still to this day. That was what, 30 years ago. And we're still talking about it. Absolutely. It was a huge game changer in my life to feel like, um, to be, we found our tribe. That's the the bottom right. line. <laughs> Where we could be our unique selves. Yeah. We, we were very unique. <laughs> We were very unique. I have to share this story. I remember at that time, Madonna was really big with the Vogue and the um, the cone bra from the concert that she did and everything. I remember, do you remember that water cooler that we would have in shade control with the cone paper cups? I remember (laughs) safety pinning a pair of those to my (laughs) t-shirt. I think I think Jamie and I did that together a couple of times. I remember safety pinning the paper cups to my t-shirt and reenacting Madonna. But I love that. It was always like kind of like playtime. You know, we were always coming up with some certain stunt or it w- I think it was like recess on steroids for us because we were like young adults, right? Like we just became of a drinking age. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was like, it was like recess on steroids. It was a lot of fun that you get to have your tribe. I just always hope that everybody can find their people or have those people that are the defender of your uniqueness. Yeah, I, I, I'm all for that. I think find your tribe or your tribe will find you when you least expect yeah. So it's, it's great. Yeah. And I'm always, always been very grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like I'm grateful for you. Yeah. We met, God, we were like 19, I think when we met. Yeah. We were babies sitting at back to back characters. Yep. Yep. And shade control. And I remember, I'll never forget. Um, we really started to connect because you brought a paperback book of the vampire list or interview with the vampire by yeah. um, Anne Rice. Yeah. And you were reading it and I just picked it up and read it while you weren't around because you left it there and I got sucked into the world of Anne Rice and I was always grateful for that. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. You were always the one like, just do it, Alicia, do it because I'm a rule follower. (laughs) I'm the pusher. No rules. (laughs) (laughs) Just do it. Yeah, you you go first. (laughs) Right, exactly. Okay, I'll do it. Peer pressure. (laughs) Yes, peer pressure. There is no box. 
There is no box. No, no. We painted our any- own box and, and we painted our own box and stacked our own boxes and came out of the boxes, danced around it literally and figuratively. And that, that was the beauty about being other, right? Yeah. So, hey, we would now want to give a shout out to anybody out there that might feel that they're an other. Absolutely. Find your tribe. Bask in your uniqueness. You're distinctly you. You don't have to be defined. Don't be defined how other people feel about you. Right. Right. Absolutely. I think, but yeah, stand in your power. That's a good, that's a good one. Yeah. Stand in your power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll get there. Just stick to yourself. <laughs> don't hide it. We'll find you. Yeah, right. We'll find you. You can be part of our tribe. <laughs> Starting with the first audition. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's time for a recap. Other. Be different. Unique. Your mom is cool. Your haunted house is cool. <laughs> hey, I like Greek mythology. <laughs> Me too. Bye. Bye.